Last week, a new type of war came out of nowhere and rocked the very fabric of society. We figured the world would be a safer place, but we were reckoning with our robot wars. Welcome everyone to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. We are covering Series 1, Episode 2, Heat B. This is our second podcast episode. I am Benji, also the Hitman. And I am Rob E. Harmlessly. Should we just jump straight in? That's what they do every single time. It's a good point. After after the funky theme music, you just get Jeremy's lovely little political-driven story. Last week, a new type of war came out of nowhere and rocked the very fabric of society. When the cruise missiles were gingerly lifted from their silos in Berkshire, we figured the world would be a safer place. But we were reckoning without robot wars. World leaders are in a blind panic. Last week, it was reported that Tony Blair actually stopped grinning for five minutes. Alexander Haig has flown to Buenos Aires, but that's probably a bit silly because for now, the fighting is confined to Britain. Tonight, as usual, six robots will face assault courses and head-to-head battles on which they must succeed if they want a place in our end-of-series grand final. Yeah, they're getting pretty weird. This is only the second episode, and he's already seriously digging his heels in with his, like, right-wing politics. They're trying to do this thing where he's telling this story about the robot wars taking over the country and politicians getting going crazy and having debates about what's going on, which all goes down the toilet pretty quickly when you see what the robot wars are. (laughs) (laughs) When you see the set and the lighting and you just think, oh, I don't think they're discussing it at Parliament. Hunks of metal, like, hitting each other slightly. I actually have a few things to say about the previous episode. Okay. We both took note that Grunt was a bit of an odd robot. Remember Mm -hmm. the slim, slender one? that committed suicide in the second round against Shunt. Was he the... He wasn't the one-man crew. one-man One-man crew, got it, yeah. Drove off the edge. Mm-hmm. Now, he... He... It's, it's a robot. <laughs> Grunt, the mm-hmm. machine, was a stock robot. He was not a real part of the competition. What? There are three planted robots in the competition because they didn't make up numbers. What? So, wait a second... They put an advert out saying we would like people to design and construct their own battle bots for a television program and not enough people answered the three call. Three less than they needed. Wow. It was actually driven. Um, the guy we saw driving it mm-hmm. was the son of Judge Eric Dickinson. Oh, okay. The son of one of the judges. Yeah. And it was, I don't know how successful it was, but it was a robot used in the American Robot Wars. As a matter of fact, all three of the um, planted robots are. So that's my, my big challenge to you. Spot the planted. Spot the stock oh, robots. you got two yeah. more to spot throughout the entirety of the series. Okay, okay. So I'm going to take random guesses every now and again. And, and just see if you can spot it. Now, I'll tell you the rules regarding them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stock robots cannot go past the trial round. Hence why he committed suicide. Ah. They can go past the first round. There's a lot of controversy yeah. about that because... A robot like Barry was eliminated in the first round in the gauntlet. Yeah. But Grunt got through. But Grunt wasn't allowed to get through, get past the second round anyway. Yeah. So there was a lot of controversy regarding that because, you know, like the Barry team, for example, felt like they could have done well in the sumo round against Shunt. They didn't get a chance to actually compete because Grunt beat them. 
So arguably the planted robot should have really gone out in the first round. It should have been a case of they were pretended it was immobilized in the first round. Yeah, that'd have been a good idea. Wow, that is really serious conspiracy shit going on there. It's proper kayfabe stuff going on wow. there. <laughs> so Grunt was a work. So we'll yeah. see what happens oh, man. throughout the rest of the competition. It is interesting. I it, I know what the other ones are, so it's easy when I see the other two competing. Does, like, it, does it make sense when you see them? You're just like, yep, that does... Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Especially when it comes to their performances. Mm. It becomes quite obvious. Okay. But let's uh, jump straight in and uh, get these robots introduced, because that's exactly what they do. First, from Gillingham, Ugly Pop. Pyramid Head. From London, Scrapper. Stairs. From Mickfield near Stowmarket, Recycle. I. From Dartford Girls Grammar School, Detonator. Black Beetle. From Cambridge University, Mortis. Axe Blade. From Lee City Technology College, Leebot. Has a f***ing lance. <laughs> what the f***, Leebot? <laughs> you don't Lee- turn up to robot fight with a <laughs> lance. <laughs> it's barely a lance. They don't even... In their interview, they don't announce that it's a lance. They say, and it's got this arm. <laughs> <laughs> but a lance requires a certain level of technique to actually be able to use in combat. You may as well have given it nunchucks. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. It's so pathetic. Oh, it, just, it, is weak. it slowly rises up and then just reaches out towards... Let's, let's bear in mind what Mortis is made of. <laughs> Okay, was that Lance ever... Oh, let's let's get straight into it. Let's do this. Well, let's go through each... Let's have a little okay, talk let's, about let's each, have a, yeah. like, like Why we not? We've Why already not? started talking about Leebot. Mm-hmm. Leebot is actually made of bulletproof steel armour. Really? So they made it bulletproof steel armour and gave it a few little lance. God damn it. And that's interestingly not the only bulletproof bot in the running because Mortis is also bulletproof. Dude, Mortis. <laughs> Mortis is a beast. Guess how much Mortis cost to make. Raw materials. Well, given that they are Cambridge University students, mm-hmm. a lot. 40,000. F- hell. It ended up being valued throughout, it makes multiple appearances mm. throughout most, many seasons. Mm-hmm. It ends up being valued at quarter of a million. Wow. This is a serious, serious oh God. robot. The axe is custom forged. Based on <laughs> Japanese Tanto knives for optimal um, piercing. Oh my god! Three strikes per second for the for the <laughs> axe, with the force of a point thirty eight magnum point blank. Wow! It's made of carbon fiber, Kevlar, and laminated titanium. <laughs> it's it cost more than all of the house robots combined. It was heavily favoured by the producers. Heavily, heavily favoured. <laughs> Mortis is by far the the running favourite as far as the producers are concerned. They saw this robot and thought, nothing else stands a chance. And looking at it in a lineup, especially when you see the axe going, yeah. you kind of realise why. It looks horrific. It's insane. And the team are Cambridge University tech students... No, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they've got kind of a reputation there to uphold. <laughs> they're such, yeah. they're such a cocky team. And as they well. know it's it great. as well as, oh, especially <laughs> the, um, I guess you call him the pilot. Really, kind of was smug the entire <laughs> time. 
Well, let's talk about the other robots. Let's just go to Detonator. Detonator. I get. I, I get. School kids made it. Basically, yeah. It's fifteen-year-olds yeah. made it. So they Darth obviously um, designed grammar it. school for girls. Or did they make it because their teacher is there and he's a little bit overbearing? By God, he's taking this very seriously. He's like he's he's all taking this more seriously than the Mortis guys, and they yeah. and they poured a fortune into this <laughs> into their machine. Yeah, he kind of. I mean, the the girls are quite happy to just be on TV, and rightly so. You know, they're fifteen, but the teacher <laughs> has this dead serious expression, and he keeps rubbing his face with worry. <laughs> yeah, he gets so stressed yeah. at the whole. Oh competition. my God. Yeah. Now, my issue with Detonator, mm-hmm. other than it's uglier than Uglybot, mm-hmm. what's the RAM? Yeah, nope. It's it's a tube that they've cut in half. Yeah. It looks like a bit of guttering. It, it does not work. It's the least threatening thing. For a robot to work with a ramming weapon, it needs to be kind of fast. If I walk into you, it's not going to hurt compared to if I ram into Where? you. <laughs> Yep, I believe it's the only petrol-driven machine in uh, in this series. That, yeah, well, we'll see how that plays out later. <laughs> we can go into great detail about that. But that's the uh, one one more thing to mention is the spikes. That's we're gonna, you know, it's got a skirt of spikes, and it's it a, becomes yeah. a big issue later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on. We've got Recyclops. Recyclops entirely made of recycled materials. Yeah, it is the anti-mortis. It is. It's ent- it is extremely cheap to make. It doesn't look serious. No, it is a itself. giant yeah. cyclops head with a tongue that yeah. comes out and is also a flipper. It costs less than £100. Yeah. That must have been just covering the costs to go and scavenge material. Yep. The only things purchased for it mm-hmm. were the wheels. Nothing else. Really? Because the eye lit up, didn't it? Yep. It's all... They must have found the whole shebang out. Yep, wow. just all out in scrap Good and for just them. random pieces around the workshop. It also has no ground clearance whatsoever, which is pretty nifty because the shell of it mm. drags along the floor. Wow. So it, you can't really get so under it cannot... either. Oh, wow. But the um, builder, Rex mm. Garrard, he is the builder of a uh, children's TV star mm. brum the car really yes he's he built brum Aww. he's an inventor that's nice he built brum and he presented a show called the secret life of machines before robots as well so he's a kind of knows what he's doing with this he's of kind thing. of a chill guy he's a very yeah. chill guy he seems like the most humble and just yeah and that also explains why recyclops has so much character in its design yep it's not designed to be the optimal fighting no. machine he designs it's something designed that people be... can look at yep exactly and enjoy and yeah, that's kind of cool i like that Okay, moving on to Scrapper. Scrapper, built from scrap. L- literally, that's why it's called Scrapper. That makes sense. They built it from scrap. It's very square. Looking. It is. It looks like the steps at the corner outside a wrestling ring. It still steps <laughs> with some saws in front of with, them. Yeah, yeah. Combine harvester style weapon at one end. Yeah, combine yeah. harvester's a good uh, analogy for it. I think. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I think its main issue is. It looks like it could just tip over. It, yeah. it doesn't look like it's going to last very long. It has to be able to get a straightforward run on its opponent in order to use its weapons. To use anything effectively. It's, it's as tall as it is wide, more or less, and that is not a clever design in fights that are mostly based around flipping each other over. Flipping, yeah, exactly. It looks like if it just got pushed into it, it might tip. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, in a fight with flippers and wedges, Some, it's missing out a little yeah. bit. And then that takes us to Uglybot. Aptly named. Aptly <laughs> named. It is Pyramid Head with a wheelchair motor in it. 
It does look like pyramids heads. Head, head, pyramid heads head. Pyramid heads head. Pyramid heads head. It's <laughs> oh, God damn it. I don't oh, mind. <laughs> Did it get dude? It, it looked like they tried to make a robot that looked like a sort of square mouse, but gave up halfway through. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like they got halfway through like the decorating job and thought, "Yeah, ugly think, bot it is." Do you think they thought pyramid was actually a good combat design? I mean, we don't get many pyramids, not so far anyway. No, it's it's a bit of an odd one because it's not hmm. a proper, it's not a wedge shape. It's not something that things are going to end up. Other robots aren't going to end up driving up it and flipping themselves mm-hmm. over over because it's a bit too steep. Mm-hmm. So it's just a pointy thing, pointy bot with a saw on the back, I believe. A little, yeah, a little saw. yeah, yeah. As after the first episode, because the first time sitting down watching the first episode, you're like, that thing's got a saw. That saw is going to carve things in half. Saws rarely make an appearance in actual fights. I've found. Yeah, I think the the issue is these things are being independently controlled. It's not like these are video game bots <laughs> they, <laughs> these things are driven by people who are smart yeah. enough to know if you've got a saw on the front of your robot they're just not going to drive near the front of your robot because yeah. on the back they're just not going to drive near the back I meaning you have to precisely aim these what look to be difficult to control robots because yeah. you gotta think they're not just trying to control something that's similar to a remote control car mm. they're trying to control it from a bird's eye view looking down on it mm. some of the robots you know there's gonna be times where they probably can't tell what's the front and what's the back. Yeah. So they're pressing forwards on it and it goes in whatever direction. And it goes in the wrong direction. And we see a lot of robots going the wrong direction, direction in this episode, yeah. Okay, so Philippa Forrester introduces us to the shitty gauntlet. <laughs> the shitty gauntlet. It's not changed. We don't need an introduction every episode. This is the gauntlet, a unique opportunity to see man and machine in perfect harmony. At least that's what our roboteers are hoping for, but the path is paved with peril. They have one and a half minutes to guide their robots to the haven of the finish line. But the strength of Shunt, the scorch of Sergeant Bash, and the might of Matilda are waiting. May any robot that meets them rust in pieces. So, well, bed springs, uh, seesaw, and a maze. <laughs> a maze. It's not a maze. It's not a maze. It's, it's a queuing system. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not a maze. There's no dead end. No. You just. It's just an awkwardly long. <laughs> but our first um, runner of the gauntlet mm-hmm. is Leebot. Let's demonstrate some of the features. Here's an arm which comes forward with a weapon on the front, and at the rear we've got a grinding disc for grinding your position. I've wrote down 15-year-old driving Leebot, so I'm assuming that I'm right. It's probably, well, it's <laughs> not the schoolgirls, it's, no, it's, no, but it is, I'm pretty sure, a very young person driving Leebot. Um, well, in terms of the driving, it was fine. It just sort of slowly plods its way through and ignores everything. Yeah. I suppose this is where bulletproof steel armour helps. Yeah. It may not be able to attack anything, but it sure can walk its way to the other end of the it arena. It pretty much force its <laughs> way across. Every single bot that goes through, they do a little bit of a backstage break oh, yeah. during the challenge that just comes across as incredibly awkward. They're trying a little too hard to yeah. fit as much as they can. I in. mean, I can imagine Philip is backstage going, try and say something kind of badass. So <laughs> you come across as kind of mean and like you mean it. And then the camera's on. And you've got someone who spent the last nine months in their garage and hasn't seen the light of day. Let's go, we, we're going to win. Thanks a lot. <laughs> 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 Basically it. Nope. Did you notice they used a fan to 
blow the smoke away? Oh my god, how much did Pierce nearly f*** himself <laughs> when he saw that? They're using a fan! Oh, I don't understand <laughs> the point of it. I didn't even see the fan. No, I don't know how it was it, only after yeah. a replay that I saw a little... I saw um, a little bit of fan just blowing away some smoke. <laughs> because, kind of. But the smoke wasn't really getting in the way. It wasn't... Because no. Leebot doesn't have eyes. It's the driver that's like... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't... <laughs> What issue is this small puff of smoke? God knows. Oh, well. They get through. They complete the gauntlet. Generally speaking, if you complete the gauntlet, you're safe. Scrapper. And this is Scrapper. We have some lovely sharp blades on the back, which I hope to do some damage with. We have our control panel here that turns all the motors and the power on. We was going to run on plutonium, but hey, we've had to go to batteries. And on the front, we've got some cutting blades, which we hope are going to do a lot of damage. Kind of takes ages to get going. They sort of contemplate going up the ramp and then think, nah. And then they go and try and uh, go for the maze. Yeah. They just get the sh- kicked out of them by Shunt and Sergeant Bash. Shunt is doing actually quite well in this episode. Yeah, he's really Showing gets... a different side this time around, and I quite like it. A very aggressive style. Mm. The axe doesn't seem to do much damage, though. No, no. Just, just raw power. It's almost like they've weighted it just a bit more... Yeah. Really is clearing really house. Is just, yeah. Anytime Shunt rams someone to the side, to the wall, you can they, see they can't the power. move. They yeah. can't move it anymore. So pins them against it. That's kind of his whole point. So it works. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we get another awkward backstage segment. Uh, the team joke about how they were going to run their bot on plutonium, but then they decided not to. Oh, yeah. shame on you for that stand-up comedy career. I know. Oh, that, oh. yeah, it's... it's Bit, they're a bit boring. Really. Yeah. Oh, well, luckily, they get surrounded by the house bots and demolished. Uh, yeah. 7.4 meters. 7.4 meters. Eh, I mean. It's, it's, a, it's an amount. It's better than just not getting anywhere, which happens frequently. So, yeah. at least they got off the, uh, the spinning podium. All right. Uh, Recyclops. It's called Recyclops because it's made entirely out of recycled materials from scrapyards. It has a quite lethal weapon, which comes out and then flips up. Pretty fast start. Yeah. Sort of balls out there. like Bash I'm... kind of blocks Recyclops for a little bit, and then Recyclops is having none of it and just goes flying through. Just keeps going. He completes it with no issues. Well, he does have one issue. He wanted to flip one. So it was a... Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson took a bit of personal insult there. and uh, Jeremy Clarkson... <clears throat> Tried to pretend he took a personal insult by it, <laughs> and it just came off as I have to say this. <laughs> that's about it, really. But no, 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 that was a great run by Recyclops. Yeah, definitely. Pretty nifty for a fully recycled machine. Yeah. And that takes us to Detonator. Well, this is our robot detonator. This is our light sensor, which is mainly for decoration, but it's also to confuse the opposition. And this is our ram, which is our main weapon. Inside, we've got a petrol-driven lawnmower engine to drive us forwards, and at the back, we're going to have another engine to power us backwards. We're hoping to do quite well in the contest, but we think we do much better at the battle than the obstacle courses. Detonated. (laughs) (laughs) Say no more, man. I mean, instantly stuck by its own spike. Yeah. Remember I said that there was a spike skirt surrounding Detonator? Well, those spikes get caught, and that's it. Yeah, they're caught on the rotating turntable yeah. that they start on. As they're trying to leave, the spike gets caught on the side mm. of it, and they're just stuck there for ages. Poor old teacher, man. He starts <laughs> to have a meltdown. <laughs> this is like, 
his life work, I'm guessing. Because yeah, he, he puts his head be... into his hands and just starts to sob. <laughs> it's, but, I mean, is there more to it? Did he, like, bet his house on the show or something? Because he's like, proper sure. taking it seriously. Like, yeah, but that's the thing. Surely you can't make a robot that looks like Detonator and go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to win. I'm actually going to win. If I don't win, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's a huge red tube on the front oh. and a light sensor to confuse the opposition. Yeah, how <laughs> how like, does that what? work? Like, what? <laughs> like, this tiny little light is going to confuse the... God. Like the drivers of Mortis are going to just drop their controller. Well, and run away at the <laughs> yeah. sight of your light. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't work. And the housebots have to kind of help free Detonator. Yep. But in an attacky kind of way. Yeah, they, you, can, you can tell the producers must have been feeling a bit sorry for them. Yeah. So the house robots look like they accidentally set Detonator free. Mm-hmm. Detonator being free, teacher just launches, go, 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 He go. takes control of, you know, because obviously one of the schoolgirls is driving, but he just sort of takes control of it, leans over and starts thrusting the controls in her hand. And, and the like, result is Dan A just runs straight yeah, to the wall. Of course, because he just started pressing things. It's ridiculous. So he free for about four seconds and then crashed immediately again. Seven metres. Seven metres. Oh, this is God. A, a sad post-match interview now. Philippa has to make them feel better. Listen to that round of applause. That's fantastic. I could hardly bear to watch. I didn't want to watch at all. Well, I didn't want to watch either, but I had to. She's just gone, go, go. We were like, go, and just went, and we just went. Yeah, exactly. Teacher is inconsolable. (laughs) Yeah, he's not having it. He's, oh, God damn it. Oh, dear. And now we get Mortis. This is our robot, Mortis. It's a tank-style vehicle with traps. As you reckon, it gives it more control. It's very powerful. It's very fast. It has... A very, very large axe blade on the front. And for protection, we have carbon and Kevlar armour plating, which is very hard indeed. I recommend the chance. This is interesting. This is really interesting. The team is two-third wizard. (laughs) (laughs) They're Cambridge University, so they've got that huge reputation to uphold. They're using tracks instead of wheels, Mm -hmm. which is actually kind of smart for the most part. So it starts, they slam right into Bash. They're immediately pinned by Shunt and Matilda. All three house robots (laughs) just basically surround Mortis. It's almost like the the house robots team were like, we're coming for Mortis. (laughs) Yep, we're getting Mortis. Mortis could be a house robot. Really could be, though. Yeah. (laughs) Really could, yeah. If that was Detonator in the same circumstances... Detonator would have crumbled. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> no damage seemed to have been done to Mortis, nope. really. But due to being stuck, only makes it 7.4 metres. Yeah. The same as Scrapper, was it? Yeah, yeah. But unlike every other bot, Mortis did get jumped on. It's very clearly a specific attack yeah. on Mortis. To te- almost like we're testing out what this is. Exactly. Oh, and at the end, um, oh, Jeremy Clarkson. By Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nice beard, by the way. And the member of the Mortis team just stares blankly out into the audience and doesn't respond. And it's really awkward. Until, well, until later when oh, Philip brings oh, up yeah. Jeremy who? I love it. <laughs> he, he like spends the next couple of hours thinking up a comeback because <laughs> he's so pissed. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Nice beard. Nice <laughs> beard, you hope, dude. Um... And of course, we haven't had ugly bots running. On the back of it, we've got some extremely sharp cutting discs. We just pass our very sharp cutting blade on the front of it. 
Inside we've got various batteries, one large speed controller, a couple of motors, wheels, and one large flashing light just for a bit of a gimmick, followed by the radio gear at the back. This is Ugly Bot. Hopefully we'll win. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. What's there to say about Ugly Bot's run? Well, Shunt just Shunt basically kicks his ass immediately, cut to backstage. They're talking about how they've got a flashing light for a gimmick. And he uses the phrase gimmick. Yep, he's got a gimmick. So he's a re- he's, he's probably an ECW fan, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Connecting it. That's it, but he's definitely an ECW so he must be an fan. ECW fan as well as <laughs> of course. Robot Wars like fan. Us. Just like us, of course. Yes, so he's probably listening right now. And if you are, your bot sucked. <laughs> ugly bot was ugly. <laughs> and and makes it all of 1.65 meters that I mean, five is important would have got further but not only did shunt completely f- the bot up but then pushed it back to the start again <laughs> yeah it was brilliant oh, oh i feel bad for ugly bot team now because they, felt- they didn't even get a chance i felt so bad like because in my notes I put a little comment on each of the interviews, mm. and with Ugly Bots, I just put the word irrelevant because they're out immediately. They're out. It doesn't matter. Them and their flashing light for gimmick doesn't matter anymore. They they didn't even get the chance. You can see a little bit maybe of favoritism because mm. you know Shunt basically was like, "Yeah, I'm kicking Ugly Bot out of the competition." Yeah. Well, now I've gone through them all. Do you think any of them were a plant? Mm. Let me look at their descriptions because I think that's somehow relevant. Was Ugly Butter Plum? No, actually, it wasn't. damn, there were no plants in this episode. No plants in this they episode. Were, no, oh, no stock robots in this episode. Okay, they were okay. all legit competitors. That's nice. That's so, in nice. a sense, at least it's fair. This is a fair episode. <laughs> at least it in that is sense, completely okay. fair. Ugly Bot is definitely is is out, and everyone who beat him mm-hmm. is a real competitor. Uh, moving on backstage again, and uh, I've wrote down Philippa checks up on bots backstage is amazing. <laughs> Is that all you got from it? <laughs> yep. Never mind. Seven months and all them long nights, innit? We don't care. We'll be back next year. Recyclops here. How much damage did you sustain? None whatsoever. That's exactly what we like to hear. Gleebot, you got all the way through. Congratulations to you. Girls, how many spikes did you lose? Um, well, knocked out that. Knocked out of them. We haven't actually lost them yet. They're in there somewhere, but they're, they're still here. And did you get to use your saws on our robots? Not this time, not this time. But next time we will. It's slightly bent, but it's got to be straightened out. We're uh, no problem. She she does stand out more than most of the competitors do, mostly because they don't have much to say. No. I get the feeling they're quite busy. I imagine the schedule's probably quite harsh to make a TV show out of this, and you've got to maintain your robot. I imagine they're filming a few episodes per day. They probably do a few episodes worth of the gauntlet runs at once, and they've got something like twenty minutes to. Whilst the other gauntlets go to bring their robot back. Yeah, that's actually standard. a really good point. Yeah, yeah and they've yeah. got they've got to have their robots working or in working order again. Everything fully mended, fixed, whatever they got to do, recharge the batteries. I don't know how it works. No, you're right. But they've yeah. got to get it all done for the next round. They've got to have exactly. And you think how many breakdowns and pretty sensitive technology they're working with, yeah, and they get and they and they're actively bashing it around. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you got like say your Hoover and chucked it out of your you know <laughs> upstairs window. Is it going to work anymore? You've got to fix it, and you've got to fix it in the next 20 minutes, man. Next event. The trial event, this time round. British Bulldogs. It's, you know, schoolyard game, essentially. Yeah, basically run past the house robots. Yeah, the, the Bulldogs are the house robots. Hmm. Uh, Jeremy gives the instructions for it, which actually 
He wasn't the best at explaining it. Right, that's one robot gone, and now it's time to say goodbye to another as we play British Bulldogs. This is basically a robotic version of the old school playground game where the robots have to get from one side of the arena to the other. The one that covers the shortest distance or who reaches the line last is eliminated. Couldn't be simpler. Well, yes, except trying to stop them are our school bullies. Matilda, Sergeant Bash, Shunt and dead metal. This is a wall of steel and testosterone. Well, not you, Matilda, but I think people know what I mean. He was just sort of like, they're playing British Bulldogs. He doesn't really explain the rules of British Bulldogs. He just says, and the house robots are there. Yeah, but in Jeremy Clarkson's mind, there's no such things as Game Boys and Mega Drives. and There really is just schoolyard games. So he's assuming everybody already knows how knows to play Bulldogs. Perfectly, yeah. 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 Uh, backstage and the Mortis team are just looking arrogant. They don't see anyone as a threat. Whereas yeah. Rex Garrod is humble as anything. He's just, nice. He's, he's really like, nice. Yeah. And then Philippa starts starting shit between the teams backstage at the same time. <laughs> oh, Detonator have been talking about their issues already. Oh dear. Well, let's go straight into the trial. British Bulldogs, Mortis just launch through, come through first. It Easy. wasn't even funny. Just this is how they should have been performing through. the whole time. Yeah. They just went straight through. That's Done. it. Done. The house almost didn't even matter. Yep. Detonator can't seem to start. And obviously you got... Oh my God, this is the best moment ever. Okay, so all the bots fly forward except for Detonator that's just sitting there. And I don't know about you, but I could hear a loud clicking. Yeah, you're right. Which I think was their motor trying to get going. Yes, yeah, trying to go. Yeah. And the teacher just storms right off. Yeah, because what we can see backstage, there's only one driver per robot actually Mm -hmm. on stage. The rest of the teams are watching on a monitor out back and you can see their reactions as the uh, game goes on. Mm. And teacher, man, is, oh my God, he's... He looks so nervous to begin with, and once it's obvious Detonator isn't going to start, you just hear him go, oh, no, and then he just storms off. He just storms off, and everyone's just left looking, and Jonathan Pierce is like, and he's had enough. (laughs) It's beautiful. I love Jonathan Pierce. (laughs) It was the perfect timing. It's It's, awesome. He doesn't doesn't get your comments, mate. Someone's life breaking down. It's great. It's perfect. Matilda gets a bit of a wobble in this as well. A bit of a wobble. A bit of a wobble. A bit of a wobble. She uh, she pretty much gets flipped off. She gets completely flipped by yeah. Recyclops's tongue. Man. Now, considering that tongue must take a f- load of effort to aim and get that right. Because yep. it has to shoot out and then flip. Yeah, yeah. Getting Matilda, uh, Rex was thrilled. Oh, it was awesome. But Scrapper come through second. They go through backwards just because... Leebot does exactly what he did in the gauntlet, which was slowly plod his way through and ignore <laughs> everything else and gets through just like that. Oh, yeah. Recyclops is immobile, but isn't broken down fully. The tongue still works to flip Matilda yep. and has made it more than far enough because Detonator didn't even get a. It didn't even move at all. Detonator is out and Jeremy just goes and on these poor school Oh girls. my god, it's so unfair. He <laughs> yeah. oh. just walks over to them and goes, well, you're s***, aren't you? And they just sort of, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we are. <laughs> so we I mean, the... they made some sort of thin excuse, didn't they? Something along the lines of the battery issue, or I don't it's, know. The... I can't remember exactly. Uh, they had some convoluted way reason, didn't they? Teacher man said, but he said something yeah. along the lines of, oh, no, no, they're out there, and then, oh, batteries. And I'm like, oh. 
the battery's failed on it, and before we even started, we didn't notice it, the girls were shouting down, but we couldn't hear because of the noise of the engine. So, when we came in to watch the monitor, we say, why isn't it moving? And I think, batteries. So he's really only got himself to blame. Yeah, Recyclops has actually taken a bit of damage. Yes, Recyclops has taken a bit of damage. It seems to be, it's just a chain, though, some, a chain went loose or something. Yeah. So, simple case of replace that. Put it back on, and mm-hmm. it's back in working order. So we now we get the um, the little interviews where they're introduced to their opponents for the next round. Oh, Philippa start shit backstage segment. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that bit. I just want to ask you, who would you hate to be pitched against for your final battle? Uh, Mortis. Good news for you, then. It is? Yeah, you're Why? up against Recyclops. Oh, yes, we can chew him, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have him. <laughs> I've got a bit of bad news for you guys. You're up against Mortis. Great. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Get creamed. <laughs> I've heard that you think no one can beat you. That is just so untrue. I reckon if 12 of them got together at once, they'd have a good chance. <laughs> Basically, all the teams are like, please don't let it be Mortis. Mortis <laughs> are just like arrogant as bulls backstage. <laughs> yeah. just they they aren't even around, remotely worried. Pushing the other teams into lockers and... To know, so Lee Bot are given the bad news <laughs> <laughs> that they will be facing yep. Mortis and yep. promptly start the funeral arrangements yeah. for their coffin-shaped robot. Oh which my is great. god! Okay, so we get the judges introduced as well, the weird judges. So all, all three judges. Yeah, yeah. So the first guy won Robot Wars in America. Yep, made a big name for himself over there. Uh, the second guy is the Sheffield University of Robotics guy yep. and has a ponytail. Yes. And the third guy... <laughs> as Jeremy likes to point out, yeah. Yeah. And as he also likes to point out, guy who drove a Sinclair C5 really fast. <laughs> I mean, that's like the highlight of the entire show for, for Jeremy. He loves Not pointing that Sinclair out. Sinclair C5s he, I can mentioned. hear. I can hear Jeremy Clarkson in my head saying, Sinclair C5. Like, over and over again. <laughs> like, it's now like my background screensaver noise. It's so annoying. <laughs> He loves Sinclair C5s. This gets mentioned. I never heard the show mention Sinclair C5s over and over and over again. Oh, God damn. <laughs> oh. Okay, so they're going to be judged upon damage, aggression, style, and control. Four points of judgery. Mm-hmm. Judgery. Judgery. I like it. I, I, like it. <laughs> so I went with it. <laughs> you should have announced the show. <laughs> <laughs> and who is the first match? Well, the first match we get Recyclops versus Scrapper. Mm. <laughs> exactly. So Scrapper starts showing off, doing it's some control. spins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing some spins, doing some movements. And then when it actually comes to the confrontation, gets <laughs> tipped over. It's like Scrapper didn't realise it was a a fight and thought it was a dance-off. So yeah. they just start rotating on the yeah. spot. And <laughs> Recyclops just comes in. Just flips them. Yeah, just Recyclops was waiting and waiting and then had enough, so just went up, flipped them, done. Scrapper did the f- worst possible move you could with a flipping robot, and he just went side on, his weakest point, yep, yep. and Recyclops just flipped him. In fact, Pierce started pointing out, didn't he? Yeah. He he's was like, like, oh, no, no, don't do that. He's don't like, don't face go broad, don't yeah, do. <laughs> <laughs> When the, the commentator's like, don't do that, that'll get you, that'll, you'll lose. Don't do it, and they still just did it. Even the commentator, who's not an expert on robotics, no, he's, he still knew that that was a terrible idea, and he knew this was going to end badly. God. Recyclops barely had to move. <laughs> we had to just wait for the Scrapper to just come into its 
tonguey grass. Oh, <laughs> it was it was a terrible, a very terrible short, fight. very 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 yeah. short match. So with that one out of the way, we get Mortis versus Lee Bot. Basically, Muhammad Ali versus a baby. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Lee Bot does not stand a chance. They, they demonstrate the lance, and it's just I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed like, to be. It's not a lance. If you put a a stamper on the end of the lance, it still wouldn't imprint ink on a bit of paper. <laughs> yeah, That's how weak it is. <laughs> it's so... Oh, it's terrible. Oh, God. I would be... I'd actually be comfortable leaving this machine around children. <laughs> That's how undangerous it is. <laughs> oh, it does have an angle grinder on the back. Well, yeah, we've got that. <laughs> but that, that never comes into never play. Got, I'd forgotten about that, so... <laughs> well. But, oh... I, as Jonathan Pierce says, look at that Japanese blade. That <laughs> that axe is wicked we, quick. We finally get to see Mortis's axe blade in action. I've put down roughly twenty puncture wounds. Easily. I mm. mean every might be more. Every yeah. shot goes straight through the bulletproof steel yeah. of Leapot. And we've seen Leapot take a bit of a beating. He can just seem to walk through anything. Yeah, yeah. But Mortis's Mortis. axe was just cleaving through it, and it wasn't even trying. It was like it was going through tin foil. Yeah, and, and oh. the lance is just... And the lance <laughs> is just kind of... It's almost like tapping on the shoulder. So please don't. <laughs> please don't. prodding. <laughs> yeah. like they never stood a chance. No. There's nothing they could have done. And then there's a bit of a, like a mercy moment where Leebok gets flipped, and then that's... Yeah, Mortis uh, just yeah, flip him over. Dumb. Rather than annihilate you well, rather than destroy all of the robotics inside yeah. they they just they just kill it i've put in capital bold letters on my notes can mortis be stopped question mark question mark question mark <laughs> at this point i'm thinking yeah like mortis it. is crushing everything leebok gets a round of applause as it's carried backstage and that is an actually a really good moment yeah it's great like <laughs> Being brought out alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're like, well, you tr- you know, you went that long with Mortis. Well done. And it's almost like a movie moment. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, everyone like, was clapping as they carried this like totally dead. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like he lost the fight, but he gained the respect Fetch. kind of moment. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor Leebot. Never again, unfortunately, for Leebot. Never, never again. That robot will never return. But wait. Breaking news by Philippa. Guys, what has happened to Mortis? Um, we've broken the main shaft that drives our axe, so we no longer have our main weapon. We're going to actually try and modify the vehicle so we can use it as a battery ram instead. Uh, we don't know how successful it's going to be. Uh, it's just a case of suck it and see, basically. Bye, good luck. So the quiet confidence seems to have disappeared from the Cambridge team. Mortis's axe is yep. basically incapacitated it can no it doesn't work anymore it mm. cannot swing so they've had to modify it into a sort of they call it a ram mm. it's more of just a sort of proddy spike now yeah but you, seeing how important that was to their previous fight it's a big 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 issue and mm. uh they suddenly lose their uh their arrogance and yeah. cockiness they're, they're not bit... so confident all of a sudden are they no yeah. well certainly not especially with their opponent recyclops being a flipper Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably the only thing that may get them. Exactly. So we get Mortis versus Recyclops in the main event. <laughs> a quote from Jonathan Pierce just before the match starts. Mm-hmm. 
the thought of Rex Garrod getting his tongue in the right place leaves me rather <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> That's right, they were talking about how he's... Uh, I'm pretty sure he actually says it to Philippa, actually. <laughs> I just got to get my I tongue just in got to get my tongue in the right place. And she's just... I think she's ignoring it, like, nervously. <laughs> then, but Pierce picked up on it. Yeah. And it's awesome. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, um... They start off kind of circling each other, like they're trying to figure each other out. A bit. Yeah, like they they're going for like the uh, evasive maneuvers. Mm-hmm. They sort of circle each other, going around each other. A lot less aggression from Mortis because they don't have the axe, so they can't yeah. just ball in and smash the shit out of anything. Mm-hmm. A, a bit of poor driving by Mortis as they end up impaled on spikes. Yeah, in what, the patrol zone. What happens is Recyclops wanders a little close to Matilda's box, and Matilda starts to wander out. Mortis goes to follow, just goes way too fast and at a slight angle, and gets caught on a spike. And it's really actually like the turning point all of a sudden. Um, actually, a, a bit of damage done from Matilda's... Yeah, uh, Matilda's sword. chainsaw tail. A bit uh, of damage. I mean, it's, 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 it's superficial, it's like a scratch, but yeah. it, is, it is damage on it's, Mortis. It's damage and it's points, so Mortis eventually gets free and goes to tip Recyclops over... Recyclops genuinely manages to balance. Yeah, it's, it's the amazing. weirdest like thing, but it just will not tip. I think it's just because it's such a large dome shape that it's very difficult. Like you'd have to get really under it and keep pushing. And because it was on the side of Mortis as opposed to the front, yeah, they couldn't keep pushing it and get more of Recyclops under them. So it, it yeah. kind of worked in that respect. So in a move of desperation, Mortis tries to force Recyclops into Shunt's box and that actually gets registered as bad driving unfortunately now if mortis was able to throw him into shunt's um patrol zone mm. then run away that would have been fine yeah. unfortunately mortis gets stuck on the side railings yeah and therefore can no longer move and the match ends with recyclops stuck on top of mortis and mortis stuck on the floor and taking damage from shunt at the same time so in that respect, Mortis was actually more likely being pinned down by Recyclops. Yes, in a sense, I guess you could say that. Whilst Shunt just started to lay into Mortis. So we have to go to Judge's Decision. Our first Judge's Decision, and yes, they are actually there. They're actually there. They're not like <clears throat> stock footage or anything. Yep, they are, they are real. They're chatting about it. They have a, a long old chat, and in the end, they go with Recyclops. Woo, Recyclops. The... uh the crowd favourite and the backstage favourite. Huge pop backstage, huge cheer from the crowd. You can see Mortis's team say, what the hell? Yep, they are no not way. happy. They, they are, are not furious. happy at all. In fact, there's, obviously there's quite a quick cut then, but Jeremy quite loudly announces the Cambridge team wishes to protest. Yep. And he's like really laying into them about yeah, it. Yeah, he he, he's f***ing thrilled that the Cambridge yeah. boys have been yeah, he's beat l- by he like thinks a, it's hilarious. sort of a greasy guy in his garage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mortis team take the loss really bad. Philip has congratulating Recyclops. Huge standing ovation oh. for Recyclops. Oh, it's just such a good moment. It is, but it is also the first controversial decision in Robot Wars history. Mm. Because there was, apparently there was a feeling from the Mortis team that they mm-hmm. controlled the fight. I actually have a quote from yeah. Judge Noel Sharkey. Okay. Hotel one. Nice, nice. We could not really see a way to decide and kept asking for it to be a draw. But in those days, draws were not allowed. And so we were forced to make a decision with a very aggressive crowd screaming in our ears and pushing us into the barriers. I doubt they were pushing them into the barriers. Like they let yeah. the crowd loose on the judges. <laughs> to, 
basically going to get lynched if they let Mortis win. We decided on Recyclops, but none of us felt good about it. I would have said Recyclops genuinely wins. I think there are a lot of bad decisions from Mortis, but I guess the argument against Recyclops would be, did Recyclops do anything at all? That's true. That's true. But the design of Recyclops saved it from getting tipped twice. That's true. That's a feat in itself. I'm pretty sure if an attempted takedown is not as good as a takedown. Yep. So in those regards, it's basically defending. The The robot's design was defending a takedown attempt. So really, both of those attempts threw points into Recyclops' bag. Do you know what yep, I mean? I think Mortis more... Beat, they beat themselves more than Recyclops beat they them. In they should of... have let Recyclops come to them. Yep. They shouldn't have gone for a tip. They should have simply overpowered. Because it was still by far the machine that could control mm. the best. So if Recyclops slowly came to them, they could have gone around the back of it so the time wasn't a threat and just tried to tip them. Yeah. So it's not so much Recyclops was winning points than Mortis was losing points. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it came to yeah. down to in the end. A close match. A weird match. Very weird match. But I, I like the decision. I'm comfortable with it as well. Yeah, yeah. I think Recyclops, great machine, shows what it can do. Yeah. And it's always nice to have the little guy, the one, <laughs> the less than 100 pound robot, beat the 40 grand oh, monster. Yeah. It tells a good story. It does tell a very mm. good story. And it's, it's a fun moment. This show, out of five Philippers, how many would you give? I give it three for the feel-good moments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, like I'll give the overall show a three. Mm-hmm. But if I had to rank it just based on like the matches, probably lower, probably a two, because it was just Mortis dominating, yeah. Recyclops dominating, yeah. and then them not really having the greatest of matches at the end. No, no, that's right. Mostly due think... to the fact that Mortis didn't have an axe. So really, it was the backstage drama. Yeah, it actually was that it made was... this episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the backstage drama and the the characters of the actual people involved mm. the mortis team so cocky and confident recyclops team so humble and just <laughs> there to have a good time <laughs> made everything and it was yeah. a great it was great that they ended up being the ones that met each other in the final it was perfect that was cool Absolutely that was perfect. nice it is it, it told a great story definitely worth a watch and so much better than the first episode a lot better than the first episode editing the the format of the whole show uh, we got to see more of the teams. A lot more. We, we got to learn the team names. Yep. Which was you know, it's just kind of a big deal for, you know, the proper Robot Wars mark. You know, it's yeah. quite nice. Yeah, definitely. I liked it. I would probably actually lean towards free as well. That was a fun episode. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching that. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do in Heat C. Thanks for listening. So our Twitter handle is Podcast Activate. Feel free to follow us, obviously, as the new show drops we'll be giving up-to-date information mm-hmm. and if you wish to send us an email it is activatepodcast at gmail.com no dot slashes anything like that just simple activatepodcast at gmail.com 